This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Welcome to episode number 52 of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, where we talk about the mindsets, the tactics, and the strategies that can help you to build and maintain wealth. My name is David Chudik, and I am a certified financial planner with Parallel Financial. And you might wonder, what does a financial advisor do? Well, a couple things that an advisor does. Um, Number one, a financial advisor can help you or does help you to get some baselines of where you are financially. Where are your assets? Where are your debts? Um, Where are you uh, lacking in the financial areas? Another thing that a financial advisor does is provide accountability. So let's face it, we are all busy. Uh, it's difficult to uh, to get to some of the financial tasks that need to happen, like rebalancing portfolios, uh, completing wills, uh, making sure that account uh, name changes are correct, making sure that beneficiaries are correct. But that's what a financial advisor will do. They'll help you to get these things done and provide some accountability. And finally, what a financial advisor does is the financial advisor typically has a team and will work also with your financial team, like your CPA and your attorney, uh, to provide the expertise, to provide the knowledge that it will take to make the decisions that need to be made. So where should your money be invested? How should it be allocated? Should you have um, some of your assets in a trust? Uh, What sort of accounts should you be using? Should they be taxable accounts? Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, 401ks, and you get the point. So if you don't know, if you don't know all the rules around the different types of accounts, and if you don't have the time uh, to be researching your stocks and your investments, you might be a good person to work with a financial advisor. So if you'd like to know what it's like to work with me as your financial advisor, email me at david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. And we can set up, you know, a 30-minute phone appointment, a Zoom appointment, or an in-person appointment. And we can talk about what that experience would be like. So today's episode, I wanted to talk about a few books that have really been instrumental to me. I believe that we should always be continuously learning. And one of the ways that we can do that is by reading or even if we're if we drive a lot like I do, audiobooks and Audible are a great way to consume books. So my first book that I wanted to talk about in this book, uh, my firm, we're actually doing a book club on it is doesn't hurt to ask using the power of questions to communicate, connect and persuade by Trey by Trey Gowdy. Now, politics aside, um, Trey um, was a prosecutor. And prosecutors, their jobs are to convince, aren't they? So in the book, Trey talks, he breaks the book down into three different sections. So part one talks about what you need to know before you open your mouth. So think about what you're going to ask, right? I mean, it's important to know. And let's think about some of the different types of questions. Let's think about leading questions. Let's think about questions that can uh, kind of confirm your points. 
And let's face it, we all know that when trying to um, when trying to influence, it's really better to ask questions and listen than it is to try to uh, to persuade. So he talks in art to in part two about the the act and the art of persuasion. And he talks about corroboration versus contradiction and and leading questions and um, and even how to attack an idea as opposed to attacking a person. And it's really fascinating because he talks about it with the, the experience of a prosecutor and a, and a courtroom attorney who really has the training um, to be able to lead and prove points by asking questions, not by making statements. And another fascinating facet of this book is are all the stories that uh, Trey Gowdy talks about with some pretty famous public figures. He talks about uh, politicians on both sides of the aisle, and he actually speaks very favorably about some of the uh, some of his opponents, some of his uh, some of the politicians on the other side of the aisle that he says are good people. He said they don't necessarily agree, but he respected a lot of the people that he spoke about from the other party, and I thought that was very refreshing. So I really enjoyed Doesn't Hurt to Ask by Trey Gowdy. The next two books that I want to talk about are by authors that I respected so much that I reached out and uh, and sought out podcast interviews uh, with. So Dr. Benjamin Hardy, he wrote a book called Personality Isn't Permanent. And you can go back and listen to episode number 14 of the Weekly Wealth Podcast and hear my interview with him. But uh, Personality Isn't Permanent was another fascinating book that um, it it broke some myths that I had about personality. So one of the conclusions of um, where he breaks some myths is that your personality is not something that can be captured by a simple personality test. Um, Another recurring theme in this book is the concept of future self. So if you think about what your future self should look like if you think about what your future self should weigh or or what the financial situation of your future self should be and that's basically you at some point in the future one year five year ten years from now then you can also think about the actions that your current self needs to take or the actions that your current self needs to stop taking Um, And Dr. Hardy also talked about um, some levers that can help to shape your personality uh, throughout your life. And these are uh, trauma, they are your identity narrative, your subconscious, and your environment. He goes on to give some tips for controlling your environment. But really what this book does is it gives you a framework to understand why you do some of the things that you do and why we do some of the things that we do helps us to break free from self-limiting beliefs and rewrite your story. And it does that by helping in a lot of ways to look at your future self and what your future self should be. And then you're having your current self act in a way that will, uh, that will promote uh, your future self actually coming to fruition. So personality isn't permanent, break free from self-limiting beliefs and rewrite your story by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. He actually uh, did some of his schooling in Clemson uh, University, which is really about 10 miles from my office. So a little bit in common there. And book number three, Rich Habits, The Daily Success Habits of Wealthy Individuals by Tom Corley. 
You can go way back to episode six of the Weekly Wealth Habits and, and hear my interview with Tom Corley. But here's the deal. Tom Corley is a CPA and a financial advisor in, in New Jersey. And what he did was he had a few clients that were just always having financial problems. So he did some research and he interviewed many, many, many um, wealthy and successful people. And he found that there were some things in common that um, that the wealthy people uh, do or don't do that, um, th- th- that helped them to become wealthy. And he found that almost all of wealthy people do these things. So if you read this book, and it's really just a fascinating 88-page read, he talks about uh, devoting uh, each day to forming lifelong relationships, and that's a rich habit. He talks about uh, devoting part of each day to care for your health. He talks about self-improvement every day. Um, he talks about, uh, I will set goals for each day and each month and each year and focus on goals. So these are the things that successful people do. And if you think about it, um, we really are our habits, right? So the, 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 the successful people are reading, the successful people are learning, the successful people are setting goals. Um, and there are certain things that successful people generally don't do. And reading from page 67 of his book are the summary of the rich habits uh, promises. So I will form good daily habits and follow these good daily habits each and every day. I will set goals for each day, for each month, for each year, and for the long term. I will focus on my goals each and every day. I will engage in self-improvement each and every day. I will devote part of each and every day to caring for my health. I will devote part of each and every day to forming lifelong relationships. I will live each and every day in the state of moderation. I will accomplish my daily tasks each and every day. I will not, I will adopt a do it now mindset. I will engage in rich thinking each and every day. I will save 10% of my gross income every paycheck. I will control my thoughts and emotions each and every day. So if you notice in there, there's no victim mentality. There was no, I'll try. There was no, well, if the other political party gets elected, I'll try. Or if my, if, if my political party doesn't get elected, you know, I can't possibly succeed. Those were all the I will. The I will statements uh, to control what, uh, what we all can control. So there you have it. Those are three books that I've enjoyed that have had an impact on me. So Rich Habits, The Daily Success Habits of Wealthy Individuals personality isn't permanent and doesn't hurt to ask by Trey Gowdy. As always, email me with any questions, david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. And don't forget to check out our website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com. And we wish you a blessed week.